What's up everybody? We are going to go deep into a couple of things we've been talking about this week. Uh, most importantly, our affirmations and mindset. Um, we're also going to do a quick recap of the 30-day UMS challenge and just check in on how everyone's going. And we're going to be talking a lot about the differences that are coming out in the new UMS at home workouts program and how to prepare for that. Let's just turn my computer off. Uh, so yeah, we got a lot to talk about today. All that and more coming up right after this. All right, uh, Rad is going to join me in a sec, believe it or not. Um, we have a lot going on at the moment in the gym, of course, with this challenge, with everything that's going on. Uh, we're going through um, a huge company restructure. Uh, we're sort of negotiating our lease at the moment here at the gym, which is exciting in many ways, um, but it's a lot of work, you know, because we're dealing with all these different fronts as well as... Um, focusing on continuing to produce great content for you guys, uh, continue, continue to push forward on things that we, you know, we, we, uh, we wanted to get done. And this ties in very much with what we're talking about uh, at the moment, uh, you know, about the concept of taking extreme ownership. Um, and, you know, Rad and myself and Richard are all very well programmed now to see opportunity when there's obstacles and you know the the initial uh reaction by most people be, um, due to the challenges that we face uh, uh, at the moment with this um uh, SARS-CoV-2 virus the health pandemic associated with that and the um global lockdown and the shutdown of the global economy was a negative reaction initially and it was for me too you know I might like I spent a, a, a night probably about 12 hours really really freaked out and um, and thinking and contemplating the worst possible scenarios uh, and I'm sure a lot of you guys did too but then you know the next day I woke up meditated on it and um, uh, adapted my daily affirmations a little bit to you, you know to really focus um, and focus on the potential opportunities. I'll just get Rad, let Rad sit down into his chair. And um, and so, you know, and, and I want to use this as, as an example. Um, like we are busier right now than we've ever been um, in a good way, you know, in a good way where we, we pivoted, we restructured, you know, we got, we got shut down. We were forced to um, essentially lock our members out of here, which really hurt. You know, we went from 150 members to about 60 and just below 60. And, um, and of course that's hard, you know, but, but it can be expected. People, not everyone is um, as attached and supportive of what we do as um, each other. And a lot of people lost their jobs and you just can't expect people to continue with us. And so then we decided, okay, we'll go all in on, on producing some online workouts that's going to help keep people going, keep people moving, keep people supported. And then we got told by the government that we weren't allowed to do that because we were considered still operating as a gym. And a lot of gyms that were trying to produce online content started to get fined and shut down. So we went immediately, within an instant, I was on the phone to our solicitors and our um, accountant and we re completely re-registered um, the business as an online um, content production agency as opposed to a gym so that we're now no longer doing what we're doing illegally. And, um, and then as a result, as a roll on to that, we have completely gone into restructure the company to, to create, you know, a layer of protection there so that we can continue to do what we're doing and, uh, and not do anything wrong, you know. 
And the reason why I share this story with you guys is because it all falls in alignment with, you know, um, uh, taking extreme ownership and taking um, uh, massive action, which is one of our core values. And also pursuing um, growth and personal development, you know, supporting the community. This is exactly what we're trying to do. You know, if we get shut down and we have um, the, the police knocking on the door saying you can't film your workouts in here, then we can no longer support our community. You know, and it would have been very easy for all three of us, Rad, Richard and myself, to just really wallow on the fact that the gym had been closed down. It was a huge hit for us, uh, both financially and, and emotionally. We'd worked extremely hard for seven years to get this place to where we were last year. Just to give you an idea, and I don't want this to turn into a sob story and I'm not asking for sympathy, but what I want you to do is see that like, if we can do it, anyone can do it. Anyone can make the most out of this situation. You know, we invested heavily, ten of thousands of dollars last year in building a physio and massage room for Phil. He launched his business, then got shut down. Uh, we started really renovating the gym and all our members would be aware of this. You know, we spent tens of thousands of dollars on those renovations and then uh, got halfway through it and then were forced to shut, you know, oh, and I've I'm... Got about 90% through it. We were pretty much at the end. Yeah, that's right. And you know, shut. And I'm, and we're still, we're still going, you know, we've just finished painting the walls out here and I'm um, installing a whole new tap and basin because, uh, I wanted to, um, make it easier for people to come in and wash their hands and things like that. I did not anticipate that we were not going to, um, you know, we were going to literally get shut down. I went and spent hundreds of dollars on hospital grade disinfectant. We've got drums of like 20 litre um, containers of this stuff now that we're just not going to use basically uh, because by the time anyone comes back all the coronavirus in here if there was any would be well and truly dead anyway hey look it's just it's just it is what it is you know but you know what we do we 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 dwell on it for about 15 minutes and then we just go right where do we need to be where does our headspace need to be and if we need to reprogram our thoughts then we change our affirmations we meditate on it, we clear our minds, and then we look for the opportunity. And right now, the opportunity for us is to invest, instead of investing in the renovations here or continuing to um, pour tens of thousands of dollars into the gym, because we don't know the future of this location, we'll have a gym, we just don't know where it'll be. Um, we, we're going all in on the online, you know, we're rebuilding our whole online. We're, Rad and I are busy creating a brief for a, a uh, design firm in America, and we're uh, investing heavily on that to improve the client experience of our online so that we can keep things going, so that when we're ready, we can reopen and reopen with the best gym we've ever had for our tribe here, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And none of what you just said came easy to us. It was uh, years and years and years of practice. There was many days when one of us, you know, was had a really bad attitude and the others had to pick them up and um, remind them of, you know, the way that we're, um, creating our lives and the way that we're pushing forward and what we want. And it all comes down to, uh, it's, it's a decision that you make. You, you make a decision as to whether or not you want to be a winner or a loser. And I'm not saying the word loser, like, mm, you loser. You, like, I'm not saying it like an insult. I'm saying it in the literal terms. You're either win or you lose in a situation. Yeah. You know, and you're either somebody that is presented with an opportunity. And if you lose, you lose that opportunity. And if you win, you gain that opportunity. And that's what I mean by a winner or a loser. Yeah. Um, and and it, it is a mindset and it's a decision you make. 
And Absolutely. and every single winner will tell you that losing is one of the most massive parts of the journey towards winning. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things that people don't understand um, is, and there's so many motivational speeches that you can watch on YouTube where people are talking about this stuff all the time, is that winners, one of the biggest, one of the greatest traits in a winner is that they're not afraid to lose at all. In fact, they lose so much more than they win and they lose so much more than the average person. And the difference between a winner and the average person is that the average person is so afraid to lose that they don't try. And if you don't try, nothing ventured, nothing gained. You don't lose, but you also don't win. Yep. The winner tries, loses, tries, loses, tries, loses, tries, loses, tries, loses, tries, loses, and then there's 10 ways that they know not to do the thing that they're doing. So it brings them that much closer to winning. And then on the 11th time, they try and they win. And, they, that's and exactly so, right. And sometimes, and that's, sometimes it's way, way more than that. Sometimes you lose hundreds of times before you win. But the win that you get is the win that puts you in a position that 0.001% of the people will, will ever get to. Yep. Um, and so we've gone down that road. We've gone that, down that road of losing, 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 losing until we eventually started to win. Um, and we've had so many people that have said to us, people that are close, that are business people or, or even just successful themselves that say that the most endearing quality that they see in us is our tenacity, is that yep. we, just, we just don't give up. We just keep going and keep going. Yep. Now, very quickly, guys, we've got a few people on the stream. I would love to know who you are and where you're watching from in the comments section. Uh, it just gives Rad an idea of who we're talking to and, and, uh, and, and you know, who knows, maybe we can interact and help you guys out uh, on a personal level. Uh, the reason why we share this is, you know, you got to understand and anyone who's followed us for a while and, and especially as part of the inner circle group, um, who gets my daily emails, uh, I am, I was not always a positive person. You know, I was a very negative person, uh, a decade or two decades ago. And, um, and I was, you know, both Rad and I have, have transformed ourselves. You know, Rad was essentially homeless about 15 years ago. Uh, was it 15 or 20 years ago? Uh, maybe 15 You know, he, in a bad place, in a bad place, addicted to drugs and alcohol, you know, like we have completely changed. Yeah, you know. Um, and you you got to understand, if we can do it, anyone can do it. You know, we're fortunate to have the three of us and we do feed off one another, you know. And Rad gave an example before of the fact that we're not always all three having a brilliant day. To give you an example of that, you know, uh, the, the, we, were, we had a, a team meeting where we invited our wives to come in because they're very much a part of what we do. They have to be because they have to support us because we work hard uh, and so do they. Um, and we got them in and we had a big briefing about where we sit and position financially based on the gym closing down and what our plan was so I didn't want um, my fiance Rad's wife uh, Richard's partner to um, to freak out you know so we we got uh, everyone uh, at least most of us around the table uh, we presented our position and our plan and our goals and it was very positive I was very upbeat and then Rad's wife visited the gym the day after and we'd taken a bit of a hit uh, there was something that had occurred that um, we were processing and the mood was very different you know we weren't as upbeat and we weren't as driven because we still process the emotion and that's really important that's a very important part 
part of it. And for someone who does, um, um, uh, you know, um, it has worked through a, a battle with depression, I very much process on a deep level. So from time to time, I just will say to the guys, yesterday was a day like that where I said, guys, I just have to tap out today. I'm, I'm not going to be much use to anyone. Uh, I got all my essential work done in the morning and then had an early, we, we broke up and left early in, in the middle of the day, you yeah, know. We, have all, we all have bad days, but our bad days don't turn into bad weeks and our bad weeks don't turn into bad months. That's the thing. We pull ourselves out of it real quick. But I want to um, backstep a little bit on something that you said, saying that we're really fortunate to have each other. That's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is that we made very good choices. And I don't know what the perspective is from you two, and I'm looking at Richard behind the camera there and Yanni here. I don't know what your perspective is, but my perspective is, um, you know, when I was in my darkest hour and I could see the way that you, like the vision that you had about like Yanni, Yanni um, and I, the visions that we've had have been really different over the years but they don't oppose each other. That's what worked so well. Yanni always had a grand vision for a business and I always had a grand vision for a training system for something that would... Yanni was never as passionate as I was about how to make the UMS, about how to make something that was the ultimate training program. And I was never as passionate as Yanni was as about how to make a really successful business. But those two things work together. Um, so for me, I really wanted to make sure that we aligned ourselves and that we worked together, you know, and it was a unique opportunity as well, obviously, because we're brothers. But when we're in the when I was in the army, we also needed somebody else to uh, to come on board. We needed a, another financial investor. And when you have a, a, an investor, it, you know, at the level that we were at, it wouldn't have been somebody that was just going to give us money. It was somebody that was going to buy into the company. Um, and I had a lot of people to choose from because in the army, we'd all been overseas, we'd all been on deployment and everybody had, a, had quite a bit of money f compared to what the average early 20 year old had. But there was only one person that I asked and it was Richard and it was because through the time that I'd spent with everybody in the army, I knew that Richard had, you know, it's this funny saying, but the right stuff, you know. And what I meant by that was he had a very good work ethic. He wasn't an alcoholic like almost all our other mates in the army. Um, and he was a very consistent and trustworthy and reliable person. So I know that for myself that I aligned myself with people. I made a conscious choice to say these are the people that I want to spend more time with because I, I could see a future with it, you know? Absolutely. And that's something we've done in our, uh, at least I've done. I can't speak for um, Richard and Rad um, entirely, but I've done that in my entire life. You know, well, I've, the same I've put a wife, lot you know, of effort I, into cultivating. to marry yeah. and um, you know, I was very, very careful to, to, to choose somebody that I thought would enrich my life and that would support what I do and not detract from it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's, we, we've done that everywhere. And it, it all comes down to this starting point where, number one, you need to make space. You need to create space in your consciousness. Some people have zero consciousness. They're just reactively going about their life with very little time spent on the big picture, the macro picture. Where are they going? What direction? Is it in alignment with their values? You, Is, you, are you they pick, living their you purpose? You can pick them out really easily because they always try to criticize you when you talk about playing a bigger game. Yeah, absolutely. They're, re they're really easy to pick out. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the by far and large the first step. Create space in the consciousness. We found the best way to do that is through guided meditation. And I've tried probably a handful, maybe a dozen different meditation apps and I found Sam Harris to be the best by a long shot and that, so that's what we've recommended to our 30 day UMS tribe is to download the Sam Harris app 
start an account and start doing the daily 10 minute med- meditations. I've tried to, me- I've done meditation courses. I've done meditation workshops. I've tried to do hour long meditations. My father meditates for half an hour every day. I can't wait. I, I, I don't see the value yet in meditating for more than 10 minutes a day. I get enough out of it at my level, at my stage mm-hmm. from a 10 minute daily meditation. And sometimes I do it twice. Sometimes I'll meditate at night. If I'm ever struggling to put my kids down and they're being really difficult, I don't just sit in, in the room with them. I read them a story and then I meditate. And often when I meditate with them in the room as they're falling asleep, uh, five or 10 minutes of meditation changes the frequency of the entire room. Every body emits a frequency. Every human body, every animal, every living thing emits a frequency. And your frequency has the, has an, has the ability to affect other people. So if you can change your frequency, then you can often change the ch- children's frequency too. Uh, now, that's the very first step, meditation. The second step is that you've got to start leveling yourself up. You, you don't know what you don't know. And often, uh, the best way to do that is through reading personal development books. And, you know, the, I've read so many great books in the last decade. And I uh, there's, a, there's so many different books that we could have chosen. And really, realistically, I chose the book that I saw the biggest impact have on you two, Rad and Richard. And I kind of chose this book to give them, when I read this book, it was over a Christmas break. I, um, I, I had traveled to Perth and I had a lot of time in the country uh, staying at Kalisha's father's house in a beautiful little town called Bridgetown, which is south of Perth in, in WA, uh, near the, the, the Yarra Valley, or is it the McLaren River or whatever, the, the wine area in Western Australia. Uh, I think it's McLaren the River. McLaren River, I think, yeah. Um, and, um, so I was sitting on the porch reading that book, Margaret River, Margaret River. That's right. And I had an amazing breakthrough with that book, came back and just said, you guys have got to read this. And I knew they'd read it cover to cover because, and enjoy it because of the military, um, connection there. But, um, that's why we chose that book because these guys had a huge breakthrough after reading that book. And I feel like it was a great way to, to, to start rewiring everyone's uh, mindset. But then after that, you know, and, and I want you all to keep reading books and we've got a, a lot of books we can recommend. Uh, and a lot of people here have said, oh, I'd love to have a, like a book club, you know, um, uh, well, where you've we got keep it, recommending. Yeah, keep recommending them. That's right. But next is the rewiring process, the reprogramming process, you know, and our brains work more like computers, like supercomputers than you could possibly imagine. In fact, Supercomputers are modeled off our brains, you know, uh, the way we manage data, the way we process data, it's, it's, a, it's a computer, you know, and just like any computer, you from time to time need to upgrade the software that the computer's operating on. The operating system becomes outdated, especially when you start to set new goals and you want to change, you know, where you're at in life, uh, you, where you're at has taken a certain operating system to get you there, you know. And if you want to change that, then you've got to upgrade the software, change the operating system, you know. And uh, and one of the best ways of doing that, and it's just one tool out of many, you know, is uh, to write some daily affirmations that are sort of bordering on commands that are very much just going to start reinforcing a different thought pattern, a different thought process, and then read that with intent first thing in the morning after your meditation, after you've cleared that space, you know, uh, so that you start to think differently. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. That, um, so you've talked about meditation, reading and affirmations. Yep. So next week, we're going to introduce visualization. That's right. Yeah, awesome. 
So next week on Monday, uh, for those of you that want to get a head start on it, because this one actually does require a little bit of homework, we're going to introduce uh, visualization into your morning routine. And visualization, the, mo the easiest way to do it, there are different ways to do it, but the easiest way by far is to create a vision board. We get a little chalkboard, uh, a cork board, like a pin board, um, and you print out pictures of things that are in alignment with what you want. Um, watch out with having the Lamborghinis and the big mansions the on there. Shit. The materialistic yeah, yeah, by things. all means have it because it, it's a, if it's a goal of yours, if it's a if it's a representation of uh, the achievement of the of of the arrival yeah. at where you want to be, then I've, that's I've totally definitely fine. had those things on my vision board, but that's not what covers them. Yeah. You know. Um, Things like family values, things like um, a, a, a physique, a body, a capability, you know, yeah. like what you can do. Images that, re like I had images of um, uh, Ido Portal and other people that really inspired me on, on mine yeah. um, when I created the last iteration of my vision board because that was a really big thing for me. I wanted to look at my vision board and remind myself that a massive part of what I was doing was that I wanted to get to a superhuman level of movement skill. Yeah. Um, family values, places that you want to hold holiday um even you know little affirmations can be on there you know little 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 things that you've written to go up there um there was a couple of uh there was a really good quote that i uh, that was on there that was um on mine from a john Asaraf program that i uh got into that um um who is your old client um that Paul. Uh, Paul, that Paul told me about, yep. um, where it talked about the difference between the winner and the loser, and it was saying, you know, the, the, the winner sees a solution for every problem, the loser sees a problem for every solution, the winner sees a green near every sand hole, the, the, the loser sees three sand traps near every green. Yep. You know, it was just this really yep. cool little thing. Um, but the idea is that you... You do your meditation, it sets your mind right. It, get, it clears, your, clears your mind, gets your thinking in the right spot. You read your affirmations, that really reminds you of who you want to be. It gets you in the right avatar. Then you do your reading to level up your um, personality and then you can finish. Or you can do it in a different order by looking at your vision board. And the idea is that you look at that vision board for a couple of minutes where you just really absorb it and you really, really to yourself you get this really strong image in your mind of why you're doing all this stuff. Because that's the whole idea. The idea of the vision board is to remind you of your why. Why are you doing all this? Why are you getting up before everybody else gets up? Why are you going through this process of this stuff that doesn't give immediate results? It's not like when you drink a beer and you immediately feel better, you know? You don't get the immediate results from this stuff, and that's the purpose of the vision board. Yeah. My vision board has very much become pictures of people who I want to emanate. Yeah. Uh, and so I have, um, in, in Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, he talks about the power of a mastermind. I think it's the first or second uh, of the 15 traits. Um, I think it's 11 or 15 traits. I can't remember. 13 maybe. Uh, is the power of mastermind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number. <laughs> I should get the book. And um, but the mastermind principle or concept is about, you know, um, creating a circle of influence around you of people who you want to be influenced by and want to be and want to emanate, want to want to live by their, um, uh, I guess, precedent, their expectations, mm -hmm. yeah. their uh, example. And so a lot of mine nowadays, my, my mission over the last 
um, few years has very much been to change my financial future, to change my financial blueprint because I was in not a very good space. And when I had kids and had a family, all of a sudden it wasn't just me fending for myself. It was me providing for my family and, and, uh, uh, our family history, Rad and mine, hasn't been very good with money. We haven't had a lot of success in our family financially. And so we want, I really wanted to change that um, for my children. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, I, you know, if you look at my office and things like that, there's a lot of mementos. Uh, um, I, I'm very much um, like Warren Buffett. I like Phil Town. I like a lot of investors that... Um, uh, Ray Dalio, and so there's a lot of mementos of those people around in my office. Uh, but um, yeah, my vision board is is uh, I, I, I and I still have a few materialistic things on there. You know, uh, I I certainly um, yeah, I do too. There's I mean there's no there's nothing to be. I think a lot of people are put off by the idea of, of admitting that you want wealth, the financial wealth, and that you, you know, want some materialistic things. And I know that I was for a long time. That was one, and that's one of the biggest things in the lessons in um, uh, Secrets to the Millionaire Mind. That's one of the biggest lessons is the idea that people think like a poor person where they yeah. look at a wealthy person and their immediate reaction is, oh, that guy's a wanker. You know? or, I, or evil in some way because yeah. money, because we're taught money as children, money evil, is the know? root of all evil. Yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, and it's just not true. Um, yeah. And that's the best way to stay poor for your whole life. And um, I certainly want financial wealth. So it's, um, yeah, it's it's okay to put that, that stuff on there as well. I just think you, and I'm not even saying don't do it or do it. I'm just saying just make sure it's in alignment with what you really well, values believe in yeah. you know and where you want to be in life yeah, absolutely right. you know absolutely well, we don't have much time left so why don't we quickly wrap up by talking about the um the home workouts yeah absolutely so, so let's... We've, we've gotten um we, we've just launched and I'm, as soon as we finish this show i'm going to put a post in this group for you in the ums movement mastermind and if you're watching this video on youtube jump over to facebook and join the ums movement mastermind this is where we go live doing these shows where just we can very quickly questions. um i want to because i did ask before hello lee clements and hello grace clements are you guys related <laughs> <laughs> True, true, like, um, true question, real yeah. question. And also, hello, Frank. I'm not even going to um, try to pronounce your surname there. Uh, and hello, Quok. Hey, We've got, Quark, a, we got hello, 11 brother. people watching Good. live at the moment. I'd Good love to, to know who. Yeah. So today we've launched the uh, UMS at-home workouts phase two. Now, there's a couple of reasons why you really need to go out and get this. Number one is that if you look at some of the testimonials on that page, we've had a lot of testimonials from people that have got this program. And people say, they go, oh, my God, I can't believe how much better the workouts are now that I've watched the tutorials. Like people that were doing the workouts but didn't have the tutorials. And you're trying to do the exact workout that I do if that's what you're doing. And I'm often doing versions of the exercises that are way too hard for a lot of people. So that's the first reason. It is going to seriously improve the quality of your workout if you do it. And the second reason, which is really, really important for us right now, is that we need your support more than ever. Um, if you've been here for a little while, you know that we give out better content 
content for free than what most people charge for. And we do that intentionally. We want to really help people. But at the same time, our business, like any other business, relies on a financial cash flow. And our, we have had our, uh, we've been chopped off at the knees recently by the forced closure of our gym. And more than ever, we need your support. So if you can, if it's within your financial means to afford $29 when we release these programs each month, um, please, please, please support us. It, uh, you, I cannot cannot tell you what you know what it means you know absolutely and for all of you in the ums online coaching program it's going to be available in your dashboard Free, of course yeah. uh and also for the unity gym tribe members it'll be available on the dashboard uh or in the facebook group rad puts the uh tutorials up straight away they're already up i yep, think yeah. they are in the facebook yep. group and as soon as i finish this i'll put them in the ums online coaching group so everybody's got them there hello well. katie mcdonald hello phil white uh, hello, hey, Phil, hello Greg Gillespie as well. Hey, Thank you for joining us. Yeah, the the biggest thing about the next phase that I'm excited about is that we start to do some pulling movement patterns now. Yeah, and a lot. Yeah, and there's been a lot of people. A um, uh, there's been a lot of people who have asked for an alternative for hanging for who bought the handstand masterclass, mm -hmm. and I promised that I would do a little demonstration today of how you can do. An alternative. Nothing is going to come close to being able to do a full dead body weight hang. It's actually really easy hang. to explain that. Um, it, just in a doorway. Just put your arms up in the doorway and lean forward like yeah. that. That's probably the best. Well, that's what we were going to do. But I was going to also show them the towel and just show them how to go into a seated hanging yep. position because yep. you'll still get the decompression yep. in the chest, in the shoulders, and in the thoracic spine. It just won't be as um, good as a full hang, but it's still the same. It's just a mild version of it. So we will quickly just do a little story um, when we go outside and I'll get Rad to string up the towel and show you how we're going to do that. And um, we'll do that in the, in the group here just to give you guys an idea because it is very, very important. And I'll sh also show you what's referred to as a doorway stretch, which is another really nice way of releasing the pecs, uh, which is what you get when you hang. Mm -hmm, yeah. Cool. All right. We're excited to, today, guys. This is a big day for us. Anytime we launch a new product or program, it's always very exciting. Uh, we love, love, love hearing about it the following week when people do the workouts and uh, get to taste it and sample it for themselves. All of you guys in the UMS Movement Mastermind and uh, my inner circle tribe who I know a lot of you come back and watch the replay of this because I link it in the daily email. Uh, big shout out to you. Big shout out to all of the people on the podcast listening on the Sound of Movement podcast. Uh, shout out to Phil White for continually producing that. Um, and uh, we're very excited once we can get him back on the show. <laughs> we're trying to figure it out. It's been a nightmare with technology and a steep learning curve. Uh, but this is it for us signing off for the week, guys. It's Friday here in Australia. For everyone else in the world where it's not, sucked in. Um, <laughs> uh, no, we'll see you all on Monday again on the flip side, guys. Bright and early, 7 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time for the first of phase two UMS at home workouts. Get the program. We are only offering the sale for 72 hours over the weekend. Then it's going to go to uh, a little bit more price. We do like to reward action takers who jump on early and um, and get it uh, as soon as it goes on sale. And that is um, giving our inner circle tribe and our UMS Movement Mastermind tribe the opportunity to get it at a big discount because you are the guys that we let know. Everyone else is going to cop it at full price. Take care. Health is about 
performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're gonna have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's gonna get you there, it's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.